because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. We got to see that again. Four, because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. Oh, this too—it's just too sad. I don't know whether to laugh or to cry or to just like—it's a train wreck. Poor thing. Poor thing. <laughs> Even President Trump said that if he were to get elected, they would—that he wouldn't run the government. He's just. He's just being used and poor thing. He's his poor mind is shot. <laughs> Check it out one more time just for fun. Because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. <laughs> it's, that's true. We agree with you, uh, uh, Sleepy Joe. All right. So look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Nation in the house, people. Keeping it great. I'm sorry, that's really hard to see when it's on the big screen. It did. It's not as hard. Let me see. Don't try it this way. Yeah, he's going way too fast. I didn't realize that before. Anyway, yeah, look. Isn't that great? Welcome, Patriots. I'm glad to be with you today. Um, it's uh, March 8th. The day before Purim, we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah, I'm, my name is Melissa. I'm Red Pill the World, and we join here as the Freedom Force Battalion, and we are looking at the Q posts and the current events and all that's going on, the, the Trump tweets and what he says in the light of God's word. And this is biblical. This is part of the Q movement just to see how is this biblical. And uh, wow, what a, what a, what a blessing. This is bigger than anyone could even imagine because this is what the Lord has promised for 6,000 years and we've lived to see it. Look at this beautiful parade of boats. I, like I said, I never want to have a boat till now. <laughs> like put me a flag on it. Isn't that beautiful? I guess this is down near, um, you know, where he is in Florida, uh, 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 Palm, what is it? You know, Mar-a-Lago near his, uh, his place in Mar-a-Lago. Isn't this beautiful to see everyone just parading through there with their Trump, uh, with their Trump flags? Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so uh, let's jump in to see something. Uh, I just love having our cue. If you're not going, uh, our comment section. If you don't go to the comment section, definitely check it out because that's where we all get to communicate with each other and and people post, you know, all these different uh, maybe they, a question or or a comment or correcting me like. <laughs> about 10 people or more more uh, responding that that wasn't uh you know that was not whatever the wrong guy whatever i, I called him brett bear uh, uh, jared when greg jared when he was actually brett bear but any either way you guys are on it <laughs> you guys are amazing you guys are on it so thank you for for correcting me and so i pinned that uh on there but yeah i can't go back and fix it can't go back and change it Okay, but someone posted this and I did not get it. I'm so glad to get it. it this is so cool. I, no, I did notice his hairdo. His hairdo. See that hairdo? He, you never see him. And his hair is always perfect. 
perfect. And before he goes out to something like this, I'm sure they, you know, he's got people who go and make sure he's, he's got his hair all just exactly right. And it's funny because in a few instances when he is not able to get his hair just exactly right, he'll put on a, a, a MAGA hat, right? So this time, clearly from someone who knows all about hairspray, <laughs> he did not, they, they sprayed it to look like that. They sprayed it specifically to look like that. And I just, I didn't even think about it. I didn't worry about it. But look at this post. Did you guys know? Lots of you probably already know about this. Back in um, March 7th, two years ago, two years ago, y'all, uh, 2018, this, this post about the Internet Bill of Rights, our biggest issue, which those of you who've been involved with this since the beginning know all that we have been through. You know, those of you who are around with the Reddit deal that we were trying to to communicate on Reddit and they kept shutting us down. I was one of the moderators for Reddit. I think I was the only moderator who was actually doing anything. I worked day and night to try to keep the shills off and, and trolls. It was just horrifying. It was horrible how we were treated. And then when they took over, then Reddit shut down the board. And I got blamed. But that's another story. Anyway, but this whole thing about, you know, we get shadow banned on Twitter. You think you're posting something, but no one sees it. Or they, you, the, the littlest thing, they'll shut down your YouTube site or your Twitter or whatever. This is, can, we cannot. <laughs> we just cannot continue this type of thing. So the Internet Bill of Rights, where we have the right of free speech online. And don't say, oh, well, Twitter's a private company. That's another story, too, because it's been subsidized by the deep state, CIA, blah, 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 whatever. That's another story altogether. But this is what was posted um, like right at two years ago at Snowden. We're going live dash 24 bracket comb your hair. So. I guess this whole time, these great uh, anons have been watching for a day when President Trump wouldn't have his hair combed, <laughs> wouldn't need his hair combed. And that was that just people like that was it. That was a very strange hair anomaly that he had going on regarding IBOR. I-B-O-R is Internet Bill of Rights so that we have the rights to do to for free speech. And if you notice, our president has been um, uh, suing, uh, these different organizations for when they, when they have stepped way over the line of, you know, that they don't get the right to just say anything with impunity that they can absolutely lie. Okay. We, we're not trying to say that, that you can slander and libel people. That's not what, what it's talking about, but it is where the, we have the freedom of speech. So making this thing where it's not so frustrating, <laughs> and aggravating and demoralizing where you're just trying to have the ability to have free speech in our country. So we've never really had this on the internet. So it looks like if we're seeing this right, that this combing your hair, uh, signal uh, is is what what the relate, uh, relating to this in uh, March seventh post of Q that in 24, 24 days I don't know that they will they will the, the Internet Bill of Rights is going to take place. 
Yay. We've got to have freedom of speech. And if you can say, oh, well, you can go out in your yard and speak. You can go, but you, but you can't go. <laughs> Basically, you can't go to schools. You can't go to the church. You can't go to the internet. You can't go any of these other places where there are actually people. So aggravating. But anyway, so use logic. The loss of control. They will lose control of the narrative. Oh, that's... And you know how I was talking about that President Trump says that it's going to be sooner than you think. That's what's going to help us so gazillion much, just so much. When we realize when, when, the, when they don't control our friends and our neighbors and our, our children's and our family members minds by this barrage of disinformation and um, lies and deception. Oh, this is just, this is going to help us so, 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 so much. You know, because we've been out here fighting, but fighting, you know, we've just had one hand tied behind our back because of our, our um, an inability to get these things um, done. So, yay. This is very exciting. Use logic. Nothing to do with AT&T. Must be regulated to prevent censorship and narrative push. We've got to. We cannot have them control the narrative. All right. So that's so exciting. Now, did you guys know I, that this tomorrow is Purim? Okay, the ninth is Purim. If you're not familiar with Purim, um, I did a video on it. Um, will victory be, our victory be during Purim? The king sent, and I, because Purim, I mean, anyway, this whole video goes into it, okay? I would really encourage, I'm going to put a link below. I'm going to actually probably tweet, uh, tweet it also, because it's so important that people know what, um, that we understand what poor we who are the, in the biblical movement part of Q understand what Purim is. Basically, all of God's people had been there was an edict that they were going to be destroyed. Sound familiar? Just like the New World Order has had a, an edict on us, the 16-year plan, and that we would be destroyed, right? And so this amazing story of that the Lord raised up Esther. And put her as the queen. And she, um, just a beautiful story, how she went to the king very humbly, very submissively, but very strongly said, you know, because she is Jewish and he was going to kill all of the Jews. And she, she had it turned around, completely turned around exactly what we are seeing from what's going on in our day. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. And what the role of the people, was that they fasted and prayed. That was their role. That they that's how they fought. And then the the crazy thing was the rule did not exactly change. He did not reverse his edict because strangely enough as a king he could not reverse his edict, but it did give them the ability to fight back. And I think that's really what the eyebor is about. The internet bill of rights is that we we're not asking them to just lay down and not, you know, do anything, not to speak their mind. We just want to level playing field. And so that's what happened there. <laughs> and when they had the right to fight back, they destroyed the bad guys who were trying to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not wanting to fight. We're not wanting to fight, but we're not, we're not backing down. That was what they did way back in the day. And they were all rescued on Purim. They always celebrate Purim with these cute little cookies, whatever. And I know the enemy has hijacked everything. That is one of the most important things. When you watch a video, understand there may be 90% of it is true, but 
they'll take a, a, a certain portion and it'll be perverted. It'll be twisted. And you've got to re listen to everything um, with, with those, with those mature ears like we were talking about on the last video that we're no longer children we're listening very circumspectly very carefully and we don't just listen like oh just tell me whatever it is to believe no <laughs> i just can't do it it makes me so crazy my poor husband had some kind of baloney some kind of thing on the tv was on this morning and it was some kind of lie and i was just like turn that off i can't stand to listen to this lies they just it comes from all directions and i feel like i'm being shot and so my husband's like okay okay got it got it got it poor thing but he doesn't understand he hasn't researched as much as i have so anyway he's 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 uh whenever i tell him he's like okay i didn't realize that was the lie all right so now uh all right so oh oh my wonderful friend, um, citizen investigative report. She's so, so great. Her videos are long, but man, she goes in deep dive. She goes into all details. And I'm always like, at the end, I'm like, well, you should have told, told more. <laughs> Her videos would be hours and hours and hours long, but she goes into all this detail about the emails and about Platte river. If you're, if you're late to the game, or if you don't remember all about the Platte River, just really quickly. I'm not going to go into an hour 44. You can go to her video and see that citizen investigative report. Okay. HRC and Goog, uh, Platte River without a paddle. So uh, former um, secretary of state, whatever Clinton put the, her video, her emails on the, this private server. It was hosted by Platte River. They made these rules about, Oh, after 60 days, they've got to delete them. Platte River ended up being, you know, the bag man holding the bag, trying to get them to be responsible for Hillary Clinton's crimes. And now they're in hot water over this. Um, and they're the ones who bleach bitted all of the video, uh, all the emails. And so, but it was a Gmail account. They were using these Gmail accounts in very strange ways. They would make drafts instead of actual emails that would be sent. They would, so that people could actually go in and look at a draft because they had access with the password and they, just very, very strange the way they were doing this email, but bottom line, it was a Gmail. So who was the, who was the CEO of Google was Eric Schmidt. He was doing this housing this in, from what I understand in North Korea and actually using the GSA, the geospatial blah, blah, blah to, to control. She goes into some of that too. Anyway, that's why Eric Schmidt resigned. She goes into that whole, all the Q posts about that. That is why Eric Schmidt resigned because he has the emails. Duh. Hello. Anyway, so she goes into all this information and um, about how our wonderful judicial watch is going to be able to call them on the carpet after all these years of all these FOIA requests and all this. And he's finally going to get to hold them to an account. The FBI hasn't even uh, <laughs> uh, called her on the carpet, but judicial watch is going to get to and the judge was like no we're going to get to the bottom of this as well as Benghazi uh, amazing and that's the huge part about having all these great judges put in place so I wanted to make sure you saw that that's so great I'm not going to go into all the detail but definitely you know watch that find out what's going on with that she does she does a lot of great deep dives and uh, so much effort that she puts forth to save my time and yours just really great to, to follow her now 
this is something I just got light on. Someone had posted, posted a question about this on uh, the comment section of the last video about the, you know, how do you trust Jared Kushner? Why would he want this building with the 666 that has such a, a terrible past and that, that, that there's evidence that there was all these evil things that had been done, especially you know, children and all this in this building in New York City. Why would they fight so hard to get it? To stop the evil. That's the reason. If you know of a certain area, there's like, oh, we, you know, we like to do evil at this place. We're like, well, okay, then I want to gain control of that ground. Think of military operation. That Jared Kushner now controls that ground. They can't do their evil things at the 666 anymore. Does that make sense? Isn't that amazing? And there, people were like, you know, and he knew that when he purchased this, that people would, would end up saying that he was the bad guy. He's actually trying to stop the bad things. Okay. So that's, um, just always ask, just ask the Lord to give you wisdom and me too, just Lord to help us to know, you know, we just, we've thought, we've only thought as a child in the past. Now we've got to think, you know, maturely. All right. I'm going to tell you the story of Cornelius today. You're going to love this, especially in the light of what they've been trying to do to us to get us to, um, you know, be this snide churchianity where we, you know, oh, you're going to hell and you're going to hell and all you people are going to hell and we're the ones who are the, are the righteous ones. Oh my gosh. That is like, that's probably the lowest part in hell is those that having that attitude completely. All right. So I was thinking about this story that you probably, you know, many of you have maybe, maybe never even heard of the story of Cornelius. It's in the book of Acts. The book of Acts is basically short for the Acts of the Apostles. And so, but, so what happened was after our Lord Jesus came and, and did all these miracles and he lived this perfect life and he died on the cross and he rose from the dead and then he ascended. He left, he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. He, and so there, the, the book of Acts is about all the different places that they went, not everything, but, uh, you know, just basically the, 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 the skeleton of, of what, what all they did. So Peter is, um, a lot of it was done by Paul, right, as you know. But Peter did a lot, too, and, and, and so what, there was various things. <laughs> Peter has just got issues sometimes. He's always putting his foot in his mouth. He's always saying, doing something dumb, and he... He's, he's a fisherman, but again, understand that it, living in this, um, in this society, it is so oppressive about you've got to, you can't eat these certain foods and you've got to do these certain things and you can't work on Sunday, you know, on the Lord's day or the, the Sabbath. Um, it is just so much oppression, uh, this layer on layer on layer on layer, kind of like, you know, we have a similar thing in our society of all the different things. You can't say certain words and you, if you, you know, just, it's very oppressive. Okay. But theirs was built around God's word, but the bad guys used the, used it, the God's word to bring oppression. And our Lord Jesus said, you know, you guys put these heavy burdens on people, but you won't even lift a finger to do any of it. Okay. So that's what they just love to do because that's straight from the enemy. Okay. So the story about Cornelius, the reason I'm bringing this up is think of Cornelius as I read the story, think of him as someone who doesn't, doesn't have the scriptures, doesn't have the, the full understanding of, of, of what our Lord Jesus came and did. Okay. Um, just like a, like a Hindu, 
like like a Buddhist, like a whatever, you know, any just fill in the blank. Anybody wouldn't have the maybe the complete understanding of what he what our Lord Jesus did, but they are they love God, they love God, they they want to do right. They're a good person to try in their hardest. They just don't have all the pieces of the puzzle. Okay, so um, if we are graded to get to heaven by uh, like some some SAT test, then we're all screwed. <laughs> we're screwed. That's the whole point of grace, right? All right. So let me tell you. Let me read this story to you. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his, his household. And he gave alms liberally to the people and prayed constantly to God. Okay, that right there tells you he, he fears God. He gives to people. He's not taking from people. He's giving to try to help people, okay? By his actions, He's not just a religious person. He's by his actions. He's a good man. And he prayed constantly to God. He's like, you know, just asking God for direction. But he does not understand the full gospel that our Lord Jesus had just died and had been raised and, and ascended. He didn't know that. Okay. He didn't understand that. And about the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly a, in a vision, an angel of, the, of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, and he stared at him in terror and said, what is it, Lord? <laughs> okay, let me just back up. It's so funny because we pray, we talk about the Lord, we read his word, we, we, you know, talk, you know, we talk to him. But all of a sudden, if he's like right there in front of us, we're like, ah, <laughs> in terror. It's just funny. I just think that's funny. Anyway, um, I mean, I'm sure I would be too. Uh, and he said to him, your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. In other words, God remembers everything that you've done, everything that you've said, everything that you've tried to do. God remembers that. And I want you to hear that too. The Lord remembers. He, it's all ascended like a, like a, a, a beautiful aroma that's ascending to the Lord. And it just, he loves it. He did not, he's not concerned about that. We do we have all the little T's crossed and I's dotted. He's looking at the heart, as I've talked about before. And this is the perfect story for that. And he says, What is it, Lord? Um, and now send now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon, who's also called Peter. He's lodging with Simon, a tanner whose house is by the seaside. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants, a devout soldier from among those who waited on him. And having related everything to them, he sent them off to Joppa. And the next day, as they were on their journey and coming near the city, Peter went up to the house talk to pray. It was about the sixth hour. So again, he's going to pray. And he became hungry and desired something to eat. And while they were preparing it he fell into a trance okay so he's really hungry <laughs> he's gonna have a dream about food oh okay, he saw the heaven open and something descending like a great sheet let down by four corners upon the earth in it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air i'll show you a picture of what probably he saw something like this he saw all these animals okay in a sheet okay and and all these animals in it okay so cat you're not supposed to be catfish I think this is an eagle. You're not supposed to eat the eagle and the, and the pig and the, and all these different animals. You're not, they're considered unclean. You're not supposed to eat these. And he never has. Okay. Why did the Lord do that? Because he, and I'm going to talk about this a little later, but that the Lord chose the God's family, Abraham, because 
before the whole world had gone terrible and he had to just wipe them out and start over. So he says, I'm going to start with this family and I'm going to bless them. And I'm going to pour into them to make sure that they have the word, that they protect the word, that they, that they know how to, you know, I teach them how to, who, who to approach me and they, I'm going to send my prophets to them. I'm going to send the savior through them. And this is going to be my covenant with them. And I want them to then go to all the world and, and to bring people in. You know, it's not just being an exclusive club, but that's the whole point of them being the chosen family is that, uh, that they would use that blessing to bless the whole world. Okay. And so that's really when you talk about the chosen people and when I've got a video, I'll just go ahead and show you real quick here that uh, this is the video queuing on this. So this is why God said to destroy idol worshipers. Okay. So I go into the history of, you know, how the Lord has moved us along and along and along to the point now where we have, um, we, we have people all over the world so that we can have this great awakening and that we can take, take it to the enemy, get, get the enemy kicked out in all over the world. Okay. And not just not leave a pocket anywhere. Just we're everywhere. That's what's what this is. This is the great awakening we've been waiting on working toward for 6,000 years. Okay. And so this is what the, what it means by the chosen people. If you watch this video, I, I hope that that'll help to you to see the progression of how the Lord has moved. And he had to have a family to, to work through to kind of like hurting cats. Let's just kind of keep it in one little pocket. Let's see if we can work right here with this group and then, and then, and then grow from there. Okay. All right. Hope that helps. All right. So this is the, he says, I'm going to make of Abraham. And as I was saying that he, the Hinduism has Abrahamic roots. Judaism clearly has Abrahamic roots. Christianity has Abrahamic roots. All the, the Islam even has Abrahamic roots. So that's, that is the nucleus. That is the root for all of these to spring up and, um, and to, and to, and to keep society from just crumbling. All right. So, so they had these, these rules and that, part of the fact of them having certain foods that they would eat and certain clothing they would wear and all these things was to kind of keep their society. So they'd like, this is our, this is our little bumpers. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when you are bowling and you don't want to, you know, go in the gutter. Yes. Okay. This is the bumper to keep us reined in. Okay. All right. So this is all for, this is back in when our Lord Jesus was, uh, had just ascended. So this is the year 33 AD. And so this has been going on since like for 4,000 years, since, 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 um, 4,000 since Adam, 2,000 since Abraham. Okay. All right. So now what happened next? Go back to Cornelius. So he sent, he sent the guys to Joppa to go get Peter. And so Peter's praying. And so he sees this, this thing with the, with the animals. Okay. Um, and all in it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, no, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything that is uncommon or unclean. And the voice came to him again, a second time, what God has cleansed, you must not call common. And this happened three times and the thing was taken up at once to heaven. So Peter is, you know, and just like us, that we have, you know, we have these certain bumpers around us that we're like, oh, I've got to, you know, I've got to think of Hindus as, as they're, you know, evil or whatever, you know, or I've got to think, I've got to, you know, I can't say certain words or I've got to, you know, whatever it is that we have had these bumpers and Lord's like, just, I need you to follow me. <laughs> Would you just 
listen to my voice and follow me and I will lead you. I will guide you. And you may, it may be like he says, oh, you know, I'll show you things that you've never imagined before. It may be totally different from what you've ever done or experienced or felt comfortable it's out of your comfort zone. Okay. And that's exactly how Peter felt. He's like, I've never eaten any of these foods because I'm a good Jew. Okay. Never mind the fact that <laughs> all the other things that Peter would do and, and how he would, you know, basically curse out Jesus. But again, that's another story that he, you know, he, he even told Jesus to leave him because he was a simple man, but he's a religious man, two different things. Anyway. So yeah, we want to be righteous. We want to be, we want to be, uh, following the Lord, not following a religion. Oof. Anyway. So God said, I want you to understand that these are clean now. But is he talking about eating the food? It's not about the food you eat. It's not about the food you eat. Again, that goes back to religiosity. He's talking about Cornelius. That here in a minute, some people are going to come to the door, and he's never gone to the Gentile's house. And he's like, I'm not going to go over there. You don't want me to go over there. He's like, don't consider them unclean anymore. They, I want you to be friends with them. You don't have to be in the little bumpers anymore. You can go to see them and to, and to work with them. And you don't have to be afraid that they're going to draw you into this veil worship. Okay. Um, all right. So he says, uh, while Peter was inwardly perplexed, he's perplexed. This is, he's like, and, and remember all the time that he was with Jesus, Jesus was eating these certain foods. Okay. So and, and, and he was not eating the, the, the unclean foods. Yes, Jesus would do certain things, but, you know, they had just, they kept, Jesus did still keep so much of the bumpers on. Even with what he did, they would, they went off crazy on him. All right. So, uh, so specifically like with the, when he would, when he would like get the, the food on the Sabbath. Oh, they went off, right? They were so big on bumpers. All right. Now, so Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision which he had seen might mean. Behold, these men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood before the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise, again with the three, right? Go, rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you are looking for. For what is the reason you are coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion. Again, a centurion is someone who's over a hundred men. Okay, he's he's pretty high up. Okay, centurion as in cent, C-E-N-T, one hundred cents. He's got one hundred men that he's in, responsible for. He's an upright and God-fearing man who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation. So let's remember that these Hindu people. Many of them, not everyone, not everyone. I'm not saying every one of them, but many of them, many Muslims, many Jews, many Buddhists are upright and God fearing men who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation. We've got to have a, uh, the, the same, uh, <laughs> if you're inwardly perplexed like Peter, we have to have a moment like Peter did to go. These are not unclean. They tried to teach us that these people are unclean. If you haven't been part of the church, good for you. If they haven't tried to get you in this idea with the same idea of that, we are going to teach them because we know everything and we're so wise and so smart. And so right. And so righteous. 
So yeah, that really stinks in God's nostrils. Anyway, so he was saying Cornelius was an upright and God-fearing man who was well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation. And it may be not just that, but maybe it's it's a uh, if you're Baptist, it may be a Methodist or a, or a Presbyterian or you know what I'm saying they try to always divide us to get us divided into all these different little compartments, Catholic or whatever. Okay, it was directed by an holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. So he called them to be in to be his guest. So Peter said, "Well, come on in and and, and let's have something, you know, just visit a little bit and then we'll go." So the next day he rose and went off with them, and some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And on the following day they entered Caesarea. So Cornelius was expecting them and having and had called together his kinsmen and close friends. He was he knew they're they're coming. So that everybody come. There's the Lord has a message for us. So if you want to hear it, come over to Cornelius's house. And when Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. What? Cornelius, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, because he's doesn't have all of the understanding of the of God's word. He thinks he should bow down and worship this man. Again, he's clearly got some very strange thoughts, strange understandings, strange beliefs, okay? Just like maybe a Hindu person might have some strange beliefs, okay? But he's, the Lord's going to bring him into the light of the, the truth. Okay, so Peter lifted him up and said, don't do that. Stand up. I'm a man too. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. And he said, you yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit with another any one of another nation. You know, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to come to your house. This is not what I'm supposed to do at all. <laughs> Feel very uncomfortable with this. So, but when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked them why you sent for me. So the good thing, good job, Peter, because he's listening to the Lord instead of being in the, just controlled by the, all the things he's ever done before. So he says, okay, why are you sent? So Cornelius starts to tell him four days ago about this hour. I was, sorry, I was keeping the ninth hour of prayer in my house and behold, a man stood before me in bright apparel saying, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who's called Peter. He's lodging in the house of Simon, a tanner by the sea. So I sent to you at once and you have been kind enough to come to me. Now, therefore, we are all here present in the sight of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. And so Peter opened his mouth and said, truly, I perceive that God shows no partiality. God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. Isn't this the perfect story? <laughs> for what we're experiencing worldwide to, to break down all these barriers. In every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the word which he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. He's the Lord of all. The word which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses to all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. And But they put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him manifest. Not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach the, to the people and to testify that he is the one 
ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. He told him the gospel and took him like five sentences, right? So, but Cornelius likely had heard similar to what the Hindus had heard, okay? Because this was way back with the, the, the Vedas that I was telling you about. If you didn't see it, we'll go back a couple of videos ago. You'll see the um, how they want us divided by religion, how the, the Vedas were where the, the, the word was taken over around the time of Abraham and then even like uh, you know, two, for two or three, four hundred years after, after Abraham. And that they, that they understood that the, the Messiah would one day come, that he would be nailed to a tree, that he would be the perfect sacrifice, and that, he would, that we would receive forgiveness through him. They had that much information. And yes, it got perverted and all that, but that's just another story. All right. Um, so he's, he's telling Cornelius this and that I think Cornelius also, it's, it's helping him to understand, come into an understanding of what, what is the truth. Okay. So he understands that Jesus is, it's not all these gods, like the Romans would have all these gods, Zeus and all the different ones. He's understanding that Jesus is the Lord of all and that he died for us and it just happened like that year it has just happened you know here we are 2000 years past that amazing all right so i want you to see that okay so the, that's basically the story i wanted you to see i want you to see that this is this is what we're seeing is that these are these are not unclean these are not pagans these it's it's about anyone who truly god shows no partiality in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him isn't that beautiful isn't that beautiful i wanted you guys to see that because i just you know uh, that's probably a story that you, you've never even heard before all right let me make sure um yeah oh this is where i was answering a question about the covenant so just just read through the comment section if you know when you have time just uh, i try so hard to respond to the questions i've been so busy working on another project with my husband and uh just going as he's uh, such a hard worker we we are a good team and so i was uh, working on that and so i was thinking oh i need to get in here and check some of my comments we have like 280 comments on this one video and uh <laughs> i was just so proud i was so proud i would I, I you know we probably don't have nearly as many trolls as we used to i think they're it seemed like it's died down some you never know Tomorrow it could go crazy, but I still got, you know, a handful on, on each video. And so, uh, I thought it was so great because some five, five of you had already responded. Good job, you guys. Good job. I'm like, that makes my job so much easier that I've got you guys, you got my back. You got the truths back more importantly. I just thought that was so, so, so cool. All right. So I think that's everything uh, for today. Um, remember, like and share and subscribe. Make sure make sure your bell is rung. Um, I appreciate you guys trying to get the truth out anywhere that you can. And let's just pray for each other that we can just use our our time to um, to just do whatever He has asked us to do. Just like with your, with Peter, the Lord just use our time. Lord, that's what we're asking. Lord, just use our time however you see fit so that we can um, accomplish the mission that you have given to us. And Lord, we thank you that um, that, that these people are not unclean. They're, they're your precious people. And that we're all going to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
oh Lord, we thank you that this day is, has arrived and that we're all going to see uh, this, this earth become your kingdom, just as we've always prayed. We thank you for this amazing story. We thank you that uh, every day we get to see that this amazing show about how the enemy is just their power is crumbling. Their power is uh, to do evil to us is melting. Just like that witch on the Wizard of Oz. We thank you so much, Lord, that this is happening. We get to live to see it. Lord, protect us, direct us, um, pr protect our wonderful president and all the white hats, protect Judicial Watch and uh, all those who are fighting uh, in, in so many different places to bring truth. Thank you for all the Q, uh, the people in the Q movement, the, the, the ones who have the, especially like the channels that, that work so hard to, to expose the truth. We just ask you to bless them, direct them. And uh, we pray that more and more we'll have the freedom to speak this truth and that we will be able to um, have a free narrative, a free exchange of ideas. And uh, that this IBOR will, will really help us to, um, to have internet freedom. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. We love you so much. Amen. All right, guys. Love you. I'll talk to you later.